Welcome to the podcast, Estate Planning with Paul Rabelais, where we'll discuss the latest and simplest legal strategies and tactics available for you to protect your estate for yourself and your family, all in easy-to-understand terms. It's all about protecting your estate now, so you and your loved ones can reap the benefits later. And now your host, estate planning attorney, Paul Rabelais. So this podcast addresses the liability for repairs when somebody has usufruct of property. So I'm Paul Rabelais. I'm an estate planning attorney in Louisiana. Here in Louisiana, we have this term that no one pronounces just right, and it's a form of ownership that's only in Louisiana. It's called usufruct. And it it, typically what it does is it scares out-of-state lawyers from trying to advise anybody in Louisiana about anything. But it's a common form of ownership in Louisiana because it's in lots of wills. And in our laws that apply, when somebody doesn't have a will, then the law often provides or, well, always provides that a surviving spouse inherits the usufruct of the deceased spouse's one-half interest in the community property when there's kids involved. Okay, so what I want to do here is just let's just set it up. Um, with an example, and it, it could be the usufruct of a business, it could be the usufruct of a rent house or of land or of vehicles or of really any asset, but I'm going to apply in this podcast just to, to pick an example. Let's say a wife owned a home, and in this circumstance, we're going to say wife and husband got married. It was It was their second marriage for each of them. They each had children from their prior marriages. They get married. Wife owns the home. It's hers only. It's her separate property. And of course, she's in love and she doesn't want her new husband. You know, she doesn't want her kids to kick her new husband out of the house if she dies before he does. And she wants him to have a roof over his head. So as they're getting married, you know, she writes her will and says, uh, if I predecease my husband, I leave my husband the usufruct of my home, and I name my children as the naked owners. So, unbeknownst to everybody, she's really set some things up so that likely the husband and the wife's kids are gonna be at each other's throats one day. And and let's say this home is old. Let's say it's like 50 years old. And there's going to be some need for repair after wife dies. So wife dies. They, you know, somehow they manage to get together to complete the succession. They get cooperative enough at least to sign that paperwork. Sometimes it doesn't even get that far to complete the succession or probate. But in this case, they were nice enough, you know, because all the parties have to, um, you know, agree to everything in in that court-supervised probate proceeding. They get that done. Now, husband has the usufruct of wife's former home. She's dead. And her children are the naked owners. And let's say just for fun that this house is worth a half a million dollars. And so the children are saying, hmm, I want to make sure my stepfather protects my interest in that home. You know, when he croaks, we're going to own that home and we want to make sure it's at least as valuable then as it is now. He needs to keep that sucker up. 
All right. So um, now we're at a spot where, you know, husband is living there. He's living the dream. He's kind of on easy street. He's got a home that he never had before. He gets to live there and he potentially could throw some parties. He could bring in some friends. He could get a new roommate, male or female. Um, and, you know, he could even, I suppose, uh, move out and rent the usufruct, I mean, rent the house out and keep all of the rent money uh, unless her will prohibits that. Or, But in this case, let's say the wife's will said, I leave my husband the usufruct for the rest of his life. And, it, and she left it at that. So, you know... Um, her children, wife's children, are, are more than a little concerned. Half a million dollar house. Husband's throwing parties. Stepdad's throwing parties. They even think stepdad might be shacking up. House is 50 years old. Uh, husband's not maintaining it. Who, what's going to happen? So now we got to look to all the use of fructuary law on regarding the liability for repairs. Now... I'm going to go through this, and so you need to listen up for terms of terms of like ordinary repair, extraordinary repair, those terms, reconstruction of the whole, those terms are going to be real important in trying to figure out who has the liability for repairs. So there's four or five rules that I'm going to go through for starters. There are some things that I'm not going to go through on this podcast but this will give you the basics. So I'll start with a rule that says the use of fructuary is responsible for ordinary maintenance and repairs. Remember those words. Use of fructuary is responsible for ordinary maintenance and repairs for keeping the property subject to use of fruct in good order. You know, ordinary maintenance and repairs, that could be subjective, but I'll let your mind start to wonder what ordinary maintenance and repairs uh, means and again the use of fructuary in our in our example husband is responsible for those ordinary maintenance and repairs for keeping the property subject to use of fruct in good order. Now let's go to what the naked owners are responsible for. Then and I'll just I'll uh, kind of re- reference our statute as if there's one naked owner, but there could be two or three. In fact, in our case, wife. Let's say she had three kids. Her three kids are the naked owners. The naked owner is responsible for extraordinary repairs. So remember, use of fructuary responsible for ordinary maintenance and repairs. Naked owner is responsible for extraordinary repairs unless they become necessary as a result of the use of fructuary's fault or neglect, in which case the use of fructuary is bound to make them at its cost. So now it becomes real important to determine what's an ordinary repair and what's an extraordinary repair. So the naked owner is responsible for extraordinary repairs unless the use of fructuary's fault caused the extraordinary repair to become necessary. Okay, so what's an ordinary repair? What's an extraordinary repair? Well, we we got a definition for extraordinary repair. And again, remember the naked owners are responsible for that. And extraordinary extraordinary repairs are those for the reconstruction of the whole or of a substantial part of the property subject to usufruct. All others are ordinary repairs. 
So they define what extraordinary repairs and they say any other repairs are ordinary. So again, extraordinary repairs make an owner's responsible unless the usufructuary was responsible for the fault or neglect and would, uh, um, so extraordinary repairs make an owner responsible are those for the reconstruction of the whole or of a substantial part of the property subject to usufruct. So again, you know, boy, um, there's a lot, a lot of arguments going on out there. Um, between usufructuaries and naked owners regarding what's an ordinary repair and what's an extraordinary repair. It's extraordinary if it's a reconstruction of the whole or of a substantial part of the property subject to usufruct. You know, so if a, a wall cracks or if a roof gets messed up or if Oh, who knows, you know, a driveway buckles or um, foundation problems. Um, I, I, I'm sure we've got some court cases that define some of that stuff, but there's, there's, I'm sure, some fine lines between ordinary repairs and extraordinary repairs. Nobody likes paying for repairs, and, and when these definitions can be um, subject to different interpretation, then everybody... All usufructuaries want to say, no, that's an extraordinary repair. The naked owner is responsible. And all naked owners will say, no, that's an ordinary repair. Usufructuary is responsible. So, you know, that's a tough one there. And, you know, families got to work through that, particularly when the naked owners are the stepchildren of the usufructuary. So now we're going to talk about who can force who to do what. We've talked about who's responsible for the repairs, but... Can, can people force other people to make the repairs? So, all right, so here's the deal with the um, use of the repairs that the use of fructuary is responsible for. Again, we'll start with ordinary maintenance and repairs. So during the use of fruct, again, after mom died and while dad is living in the wife's, uh, or husband, not dad, husband is living in wife's home because he has the use of fruct, the naked owner may compel the usufructuary to make the repairs for which the usufructuary is responsible. So, um, you know, they may have to go to court to do it, but our law supports the naked owner having the right to compel the usufructuary to make the repairs for which the usufructuary is, is responsible. And remember, the usufructuary is responsible for ordinary maintenance and repairs and extraordinary repairs that became necessary as a result of the use of rectuary's fault or neglect. So, um, so that way, you know, if um, let's say there's a driveway problem, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that an ordinary repair. The naked owner can compel the use of rectuary to make that. But and then also, if use of rectuary throws a big party. And, you know, walls start falling down and the house kind of, they kind of blow up the house and, and uh, they got some serious problems. Well, the use of fructuary is also going to be responsible for those extraordinary repairs because they became necessary as a result of the use of fructuary's fault or neglect. Or if, you know, the use of fructuary gets drunk and drives his car into the living room and there are some extraordinary repairs, you know, use of rectuary is going to be responsible for that because it's those extraordinary repairs were due to the use of rectuary's fault or neglect. 
So the naked owner can force the use of Rectuary to make those repairs for which the use of Rectuary is responsible. Now, let's look at it the other way. The use of Rectuary may not compel the naked owner to make the extraordinary repairs for which the naked owner is responsible. But if the naked owner refuses to make them, the use of fructuary may do so, and he shall be reimbursed without interest by the naked owner at the end of the use of fruct. Okay, so there's some extraordinary repairs that are necessary. The naked owners certainly don't want to come out of their own pocket to make these, you know, if they're extraordinary, that, <laughs> to me, that means they're expensive. And the naked owners don't want to have to come out of their own pocket to make these extraordinary repairs. So our laws say that the use of fructuary can't force the naked owner to make their extraordinary repairs for which the naked owners are responsible. So if, if the naked owners refuse to make those repairs, then the use of fructuary may make those extraordinary repairs for which the naked owners are responsible. And the usufructuary shall be reimbursed without interest by the naked owner at the end of the usufruct. So, but going back to our example, you know, husband's usufruct doesn't end until he dies. So, if husband makes those extraordinary repairs, he personally will never be reimbursed for those, even though he has a right to be reimbursed at the end of the usufruct. But I'm sure husband has heirs. He probably has, well, I said earlier, he has kids of his own. So when dad dies in his succession or probate, uh, they're going to probably sue wife's naked owners to reimburse dad's estate for the extraordinary repairs that husband made, and I keep I keep saying dad, I mean husband, because we, we're talking stepchildren here and stepparents. So when husband um, makes those extraordinary repairs for which the naked owners are responsible, he's never going to get reimbursed personally because he can't get reimbursed until his use of rock ends and his use of rock ends when he dies. But his estate uh, will seek reimbursement from the naked owners, um, and so you know that. That reimbursement is is likely going to be the uh, source of a lawsuit when husband dies, pitting husband's children against wife's children. So big mess. Um, there's more to it than that, but that's just the start. And then there's all kinds of liabilities for expenses that we haven't talked about. There is the possibility of a usufructuary abandoning their usufruct and what, what happens there. There's, a, um, there's other provisions when property subject to usufruct is totally destroyed, uh, perhaps through accident. So there's more to it than that. But this ought to give you a good start. You may really need to listen to it a couple of times to get the full gist of it. But if you're a usufructuary of property or you're a naked owner of property, and by property, I mean land, real estate, homes, rent houses, businesses, vehicles, then you really need to understand um, these uh, liability for repairs provisions. Hope that helps.
ideally, you want to understand this stuff before you just, you know, um, write out something or have your lawyer write out something that, you know, the quickie, um, simple will that people call where they just want to leave each other usufruct. Uh, there's, it, it gets real deep, you know, when, when people pass away. So there's alternatives to this. You want to be clear. Um, you just need to know what you're doing and, and be advised the right way. Get it right the first time. So um, if you do want some help, uh, you can. You know, if you live in Louisiana and want some help through this, either on the planning side or on the succession side, uh, while we don't handle you know adversarial lawsuits because nobody wins, it's a complete mess. Um, we do help a lot of people through these situations. Just you can obviously you can give us give us a call eight six six four nine one three eight eight four. I'm Paul Rabelais. Uh, hope this helps. Have a good day.